Welcome to this edition of In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. A random traffic accident in the summer of 2009 in Bloomington, Illinois, forever changed the life of Martise Arrington and his family. Martise's then 10-year-old brother, Travel, was killed while riding his bicycle. Martise is a May of 2021 graduate of SIU Carbondale. His new novel, The Unknown, honors the life of his brother and chronicles their journey. I recently talked with Martise Arrington about his book. So the story is, it's about my younger brother, uh, named Travell Cameron Davion Arrington. Um, he passed away 12 years ago. He was killed by a semi-truck and had his cranium crushed by the semi's tire. Um, the story is about his life. And it's also about our relationship as brothers. Um, we were born in Chicago, Illinois. Stayed there for seven to eight years and I take my readers through the struggles and trials our family had to face um, in Chicago. And then we transitioned to Bloomington, Illinois, around age seven and eight. And in Bloomington, I take readers through additional trials that the family had to face leading up to my younger brother's death, which was July 7, 2009. Such a... Um understandably life-altering event and obviously many ways that you could and probably have dealt with and, and processed that event um, how did it motivate you to to express your uh, feelings and, and thoughts in, in this way in, in, through, through a book well I've been holding on to the tragedy for the past 12 years and um, four and a half years ago, I just thought about it in a different way, looked at it in a different lens and by the grace of God, I was given a different perspective on it and, and I looked at it as my younger brother would want me to do this for him. So where does that motivation come from? It comes from my heart. It comes from being a big brother to a younger brother that I can no longer be a big brother to. That's where the motivation comes from. And when it comes from the heart, it pushes you. It, it, it's genuine. It's, it's heartfelt. It's a heartbreaking story that I knew I had to I knew I had to dedicate a poem to my younger brother because he wanted me to do this for him. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the about the about the book. What uh, is it? A is it a poem? Is it a is it a novel? What, how would you describe the book? Yes, um, the unknown. It reads as a novel, but it also has a poem cadence to it. Mm -hmm. So the reason I call it a poem is because I wanted to dedicate a poem to my younger brother. I believe his story, yes, it's a story, but it's a beautiful poem. It's a beautiful story. So that is the reason why I call it a poem. I could call it a biography. I could have dedicated it. I could have called it a dedication to my younger brother. But his life was a poem. Therefore, I call it a poem. But it reads as a novel. 
there's a reading from, from the book that you'd like to share, that'd be great. There are two pages I would like to read, and it's called Dear Poem. Travel, on June 30th, 1999, you were born into a cold world. How does it feel to shiver? As you've aged, you and your family have experienced many things. Those critical moments are the moments the world shall remember forever. You haven't experienced it yet, but later in life, you'll begin to feel different. Seeing things that typical humans don't understand and experiencing things that typical humans shouldn't suffer. But worry not, fear is just an illusion. Most will define one's destiny as final, but what you'll leave behind won't be. Physically, nowhere will you be found. You'll instead be living through the winds, floating, watching over the ones you adore most. Your eyes will be the last two stars sparkling high in the sky on a late night. The breeze will be the subtle winds your lungs exhale. Your ears will become the trees, hearing through the leaves that move. And your smile, you should see your sunrise. It's so bright and pretty, colorful. Every morning you shall awake the bluebirds to sing. After your destiny, you always visit your brother's dreams. He'll forever hear you, especially nights when he needs to listen to you most. How warm his heart will become when you inform him on this place in heaven. How life isn't forever and that you'll see him soon. He'll lock himself in this room for 10 years, wishing you two be could become brothers again while hugging your ashes. Numbness as he'll cry his tears, wishing he would have known death would take you 10 years from birth. Knowing that if he had known he would have spent more time with you so that he can love you more just to love you longer. He's going to feel like you deserve much more than this. How should he give you more than this besides loving words? How should he show his love? How much he loves if his love can't reach yours? If only he could reach your heart. How should he explain that you leaving him broke his heart, tore him apart? This is from his heart. So how, Travel? Of course, he would rather spend more moments with you than create this poem. If he could have traded this poem, this poem, he would have traded for you. Because this poem only means so much, meaning something because it's about the life of one but so much nothing because he can never have you back baby brother you deserve to see the world I remember reading going back and in preparation for this going back and and looking at the at the reporting on on what happened with your brother's death. But the thing that really touched me that I saw there was the picture of a young man that looked like he was so full of life, 
um, give us a sense of your of your brother, what he what he was like before he so tragically was un- and unfortunately was no longer with us. How could you not love Travell? Charismatic in every way. He would walk into the room and the room would light up. And he had the perfect smile and the way he would tilt his head at the most perfect angle. It was almost perfection. He had a joyful spirit. He he never seemed to be down and he always brought smiles to other face. He was athletic. He loved to play sports. He pretty much loved to do anything Big Brother wanted to do. <laughs> whether that was football or basketball or just hanging out with friends around the neighborhood. He loved video games. You know, Jeff, he was a typical 10-year-old doing things that 10-year-olds would do. You mentioned earlier that it it talks about the the story of of not only his life, but yours as well and, and your family's and what you went through and experienced in the train. What do you, what do you hope that people that read his story, your story, what do you hope that they take away from, from all that you've been through and from the experience that you share with the unknown? Yes, Jeff. Uh, I want to inspire many to dedicate a novel to their loved ones. See, Jeff, I'm not against autobiographies. I too have a story myself, but who's going to tell your loved one's story if they aren't here to tell it themselves? I've created a biography on my brother's behalf that embodies the message of acceptance. You too can get over the one you love the most. I look at this poem as a guide, one that I plan to read. One day I plan to read this story and the perception of the reader. Most people write novels on a guide to life, such as becoming a millionaire, a guide to success, or even a guide on how to cook. But this poem that I've painted As I speak to my readers, look at this as a guide to the journey of acceptance, and I'll expound. I haven't accepted my younger brother's death, but dedicating this poem has started my journey of acceptance. It has given me a different perspective on death, that within one's death, there's always a beautiful story. You're very honest there in how you're 
processing and, and dealing with and, and, and what the book mean, means to you. How's your family? How are they doing? Well, I can give you the political answer. <laughs> Whatever one you're comfortable the with. Family is doing well. That's in terms of how they're dealing with the tragedy that happened 12 years ago. The family still hasn't accepted it. Um, I tried to talk to mom. Um, tried to maybe pull out some of her emotions a few years back, but she would get too emotional. She would, it's, it's like the feelings are still raw. Um, for mom, losing her child, her youngest boy, I can understand why she's still unable to express those emotions, to lose her child in such a tragic way. Father, he still hasn't accepted the death. Um, I can only feel for him, I can feel for my mom, and I feel for him as well. At the time, he was incarcerated. So imagine being incarcerated and getting a phone call saying your son has passed away. He was killed. And not being able to do a thing about it. Will sit in a cell and sob and soak yourself in tears. My siblings, we all feel the same. We all haven't accepted the death. Um, for the past 12 years, we still haven't spent a day with each other on his birthday nor his death day. So that just goes to show that emotions are still raw. Mm -hmm. But for me, like I said, I haven't fully accepted his death, but this is my way of accepting it by dedicating this poem to him. I was going to ask you, it, it seems like, at least from the outside looking in, that, that this process that you've gone through and, and, and writing and dedicating this, this book, this poem, to your brother, is, has it been kind of a cathartic process? Has it, has it helped you process what's been unresolved? Allow me to express my emotions in a different way. Um, originally my emotions were expressed through tears um, through locking myself in my room and holding his ashes and looking at his pictures and reflecting back on our good memories to cry myself to tears and thinking about how we can never create those memories or create new memories or relive those memories that we've created. Once I started creating this poem four and a half years ago, like I spoke on earlier, it gave me a different perspective and that in one step there's always a beautiful story. So in a way, as I was creating this poem, there was a lot of mixed emotions because sometimes I would want to cry, but other times I want to smile and and I want to laugh and and I just want to sit down and sit back and 
set the pen on the pad and and reminisce and think about how it used to be. Then I had that drive that that I knew I wanted to just keep writing and keep writing and keep creating and keep creating and keep painting and keep painting just to feel just to feel the aspect and that sense of our relationship again knowing it's been gone for the past 12 years just to have that feeling again of being his older brother him being my younger brother me telling him no Travell you can't do this you have to do it this way no Travell you can't play with me right now no Travell you 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 can't go and think about yeah you can come as I always gave in and he would put on his puppy face and those puppy eyes and how can you not give in to, to something like that so I really wanted to bring our relationship back I really wanted to feel how it felt to be his brother his older brother once again and you can really feel it in his poem as you go from the first page to the last. I can certainly understand that. I have a younger brother too. Mm. Um, obviously, a lot has has changed in in twelve years. You've come, I would say, a a, a long way. Um, I would guess he would be pretty proud of you, right now. What do you think? <laughs> I know he's smiling down on me. Like, look at my big brother. And not just look at my big brother. He's accomplishing great things. He's prospering in life. He's moving on to the next stage. And just look at my big brother. He could have wrote an autobiography. But instead, he dedicated a poem to me. If he has a heart, I know he can feel it in his heart. I know he's proud of big brother. We should be proud of ourselves. We should be proud as a, as brothers because without him, there's no poem. Do you think you'd be where you are now without having had him in your life? It's, it's, it's kind of a tough question to battle mm -hmm. with. Because you don't really know. You know, I can't really say. I know life. I'm not sure how I'd be or where I'd be. I would like to think that um, we'd be here at SIUC together and he'll be graduating next year. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think many things, uh, but you just never know, Jeff. You just fantasize as much as you want and you can imagine, but the reality is the reality. Well, it's a powerful, um, certainly a powerful story. Uh, for folks that hear this and they, they want to find out more about the book, they want to get the book, um, how can they find out more information about the book? Where do they need to go? Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, there are many ways you can uh, find out more information about the novel. Um, one of the first main ways is is going to my website and it is purchasing the unknown.com all one word um, I also have social media platforms uh, Facebook um, Instagram Twitter and YouTube and you can follow me at Martise L. Arrington M-A-R-T-I-E-C-E 
L. Arrington. A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. And Jeff, on on these social media platforms, I have <laughs> many promotional videos that gives the sense and the nature of what's inside the unknown. And um, many people are following me and and following this story. And as I'm continuing to put out um, more videos and more videos to give my readers and potential readers an understanding of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Marquise, I, I appreciate your, your time. Obviously a very um, emotional and, and uh, hopefully uh, beneficial read for those that pick it up and read it and get to you know learn from your experience and, and uh, relate to uh, you know all that all that you've been through um, is there anything else you think would be important to, to note or to touch on well first I want to thank God Um, for allowing me to come here on the radio and share my story. Second, I want to thank Jeff for interviewing me and, and giving me a chance to come on and and share this story and share this poem and to potential readers. And I want to thank uh, Southern Illinois Carbondale University for for being a great university to alumnus like myself the last thing I want readers to know is that I'm not looking for sympathy I'm not looking for pity I simply want to share his story with the world and and express that you too can get over the death of your loved one and finally I want to tell my younger brother that um, I love him. I always will love him. I always have loved him. And um, I wish he can be here to see this moment. That's author and SIU Carbondale alum, Martise Arrington. His new book, The Unknown, is officially out today, Tuesday, September 7, 2021. With this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams.